Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up Uninhibited. I'm your host, Greg Deeth. With me always is Josh Fisher. How you doing, buddy? I oh, mean, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm doing much better than Misty, who is coughing her head off in the office. I don't know if that came across, but yeah, I'm doing really if good. It, if it counts for anything, I didn't hear it, so there's that. Okay. <laughs> I just know that it must have been really loud, because generally when I have the headphones on, um for recording where I have used this headset that I use, I don't hear much outside of it. So gotcha. She might be okay. I might need to go check on her. I don't know. She'll be <laughs> laying in there. We'll get done recording in an hour and I'll go in there and she'll be like non responsive and I'll feel terrible. <laughs> if she doesn't emerge in the next ten minutes to get a fresh cup of coffee that I just made right before we started recording, then then I'll worry. I'll send out a search party. <laughs> um, how are you doing? Better, much better. I know that I, I uh, on the last episode that we did late, I talked about how I was uh, had the infection and whatnot, and and it's it's basically gone at this point. Um, well, that doesn't mean to stop taking your cycle of antibiotics. Keep taking them until they're gone. Oh, absolutely. No, I already I already took one this morning, so we're good. Excellent, excellent. Uh, no more worrying about big pockets of hot, nasty infection bursting in your mouth, huh? No, thankfully. No. That's, I that's, bet that that's was just so with. fucking gross. It really was. It was fucking just awful. Oof. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, I was going to mention something funny, and now I forgot what I was going to say entirely. Oh, that's okay, because talking about those big pockets of infection reminded me of a gross story that I'm going to fucking tell now. Alrighty. Uh, Back in 2007, um, uh, that's back when I was still working in the pizza delivery business. I had to work a double, uh, which was open to close. We opened at 11 a.m. and we closed at 1 a.m which means I had to be there at about 10.30 to start doing prep before open and get out about 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, depending on how busy it was that night, right? Yeah. And on a double on a Saturday, you could easily take over 50 deliveries in a day um, back then. So that morning I got up. You ever get like an infected hair? It's anywhere on your skin. It's just like a bump up underneath the skin. It's like an ingrown hair, something like that. Uh, yeah, I haven't gotten an ingrown hair in a really long time. I don't but... get them often, but on this particular morning, I had one. It was in a very inconvenient space. You know where the inside of your thigh meets your fucking taint? <laughs> yeah. It was right there. Now, Jesus. it's it's September or October. Um, I was in and out of the car all day long. And that morning when I started, 
it felt like it was, you know, smaller than the size of a standard garden pea. You know, really, really small. Dude, I, it started to hurt later on in the day because I'm getting in and out of the car so much and I'm walking around so much and everything. It was just aggravating it. At the end of the night at 2 in the morning when I got home, it felt like it was the size of a baseball. I was in pain. Um, and I looked at Misty and I said, honey, look at this. <clears throat> and you could see it. It was visually just huge and it hurt just whole pocket full of just infection. Right. And she's like, Oh my God. And I was like, here, you're going to have to cut this open. And I gave her one of my exacto knives. Oh, Oh Jesus Christ, dude. We tried. We couldn't, I had to go to the ER. It was like three in the morning. Nothing was working. I was like, I'm going to the ER. Fuck this. This hurts. And I can't walk around like this. It hurts so bad. So I went to the ER. Now, mind you, our daughter, Madison, she is just, she was born in May. She was like five months old. It was very, very cold this particular night. It was like below 30. It was below freezing. Fortunately, there was no precipitation, so it was nasty, but it was extremely cold. I just got done working, you know, a very long shift. I was tired and Misty was tired. It was the middle of the night. She's up with a newborn a lot, up and down all night. I was like, I'm going to go to the ER. I'll be back after they take care of this. Get to the ER. And they say, well, what are you here for? I was like, I've got like an ingrown hair that has just gotten huge and I need it drained. And I can't do it myself. So they take me into this room and they look and they say, yeah, okay, this is going to. Well, hold on. They said, where's your driver? I was like, what do you mean? Where's my driver? Well, who drove you here? I was like, I drove myself. They said, what? It's like, yeah, I drove myself. And they said, we can't give you any painkiller. I was like, why? They said, we're not going to give you morphine and then let you drive home. You're not going to be able to function. You're going to have to, you're going to have to do this without a painkiller. I was like, I don't care. Well, it fucking hurt. And so they had a nurse and the doctor. The nurse's job was to hold my nuts out of the way. <laughs> She's holding my entire junk just out of the way off to the side. While the doctor has a scalpel. And the problem was they could not find a large enough scalpel. They had to use a smaller scalpel. So instead of making one small incision, she had to make many multiple incisions to get into the area to start draining it. So that fucking hurt. And then, oh, God, it was just like agonizing. I was biting down on a pillow, and it fucking hurt. And I was like, damn. The doctor's like, why didn't you bring anybody to drive you? I was like, well, one, I've never had this done. Two, I didn't know how much it was going to hurt. Three, you know, my wife and daughter, it's three in the morning. She's five months old. I didn't want to get them out in sub 30 degree weather. They're like, fair enough. This is going to suck. And suck it did. Gets done and they take this little bit of packing and they put up in there. And they're like, yeah, it's going to, it'll fall out when it heals up. It'll be a couple of days. And sure enough, you know, oh, unbearable though, man. It took them like 20 minutes to get all the shit out once they cut it open. God, that's awesome. Uh, fucking sucked 
I have to say it's uh, probably the only time in my life where another where a female was handling my junk and I was not aroused in the slightest. <laughs> yeah, I don't do. Oh, Jesus. But it was That's... agonizing, man. Um so you mentioned the the whole nuts thing, and I don't think I've told the story on the podcast, but it's it's pretty fucking funny. Um so when I was uh oh god. 10 ish, 10 or 11, maybe 12, somewhere in there, somewhere in that age range. Uh, I used to tease my little brother a lot. And one of the things that, um, one of the things I always did to him that was, uh, uh, like whenever I tease him or make fun of him or, or what the fuck ever, his retaliation would be to kick me in the nuts. That was his, that was just immediate, no matter what, boom in the nuts. He did it so much that he made my testicles swell. Oh, my God. Did you punch him in the face until he made his face swell? Probably. I don't remember. Because I, I know that have. I know that the, the nut kick would usually result in me hitting him. But, um, yeah. but it got to the point where I couldn't walk. And we oh, had my to go God, to, dude. Yeah, we had to go to the hospital and everything for it. And I'm sitting there. In the hospital, like I like a cowboy, cowboy like uh, you know, saddle leg walk sort of thing into the hospital, and uh, I'm laying on the table. The nurse comes up to to not nurse, I'm sorry. The doctor comes up to to examine me, and she is a like again. I'm going through puberty at this moment. Like I I've I've I'm attracted to women at this moment. She is a very attractive as opposed to now. As opposed to when I was a little bit younger <laughs> than that age. <clears throat> um, Pardon me. I'm I'm signifying that girls no longer had cooties. Is my point. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Now you see where I'm going with this. So she goes to examine my testicles, and by examine, I mean she has to. Hold them and, and whatnot. She's got to feel them and yeah. Uh, so she goes. It's not like she, she was caressing them lovingly. She's performing a medical examination, but of course, eleven or twelve year old junk on you can't fucking determine or separate those two things. They're it's just right. like a female's touching my wiener. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm, I'm nervous as hell. I'm, I'm like, I'm, you know, trying my, my mom was like, yeah, if you get a, if you get an erection, Greg, like they'll flick your nuts. And I'm just like, I don't want that, especially right now. So like, I'm trying everything to not have that happen. And of course it does happen. No, no. Oh, okay. But she just goes, all right, Greg, I'm going to need you to turn your head and cough. And so I turn my head and I'm looking at my mom and I go, to which my mom just fucking about fell over laughing. She thought that was the funniest thing. And the nurse, uh, the doctor starts kind of chuckling. And she goes, no, I need you to do a big cough. <laughs> <laughs> so that I turned and did a big cough. And she was like, okay, thank you. And then basically what it just came down to was that it was just constant attack and barrage on my nuts to the point they swelled up and it just needed to not happen anymore. Um, now, which brother was this that was always kicking you in the nuts? The the youngest one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, the next time you see him, have you have you given him a good kick in the nuts in a while? This is a this is a this is an old thing. So, 
This oh, I know. conversation and joke has been brought up a thousand times in a thousand different ways. And yeah. there have been revenge done on him. And because of the pain that I experienced in my nuts, I don't ever want to inflict that on somebody else. So there's been other things that I've done to him that are the equivalent of that. Uh, and then like, after, after you've done it, you're like, that's for kicking me in the nuts all them times. Pretty much, pretty much. Like, gotcha. Uh, he had a, he had a girlfriend. It was like one of his first girlfriends and, um, he, they went and had sex. And so he told us, um, this is so fucking mean guys out there. I am not this kind of person anymore. So I'm going to tell you this story. And I, and I swear to God, (laughs) this is the meanest shit I've ever done to him. So Jeff and this girl, I could not remember her name for the fucking life of me. Um, she uh, she was attacked by a by a bulldog when okay. she was a, when she was uh, like seven or eight, to where she had Joker style scars on the sides of her mouth. No joke. Aww. Jeff and her had intercourse. I don't know why I say it like that. Had they had sex? Um, and uh, she, you know, it was her first time, so there was a lot of blood involved. Oh my! Oh yeah. And he decided to tell me and a couple of the friends. So then she hosted a, a pool party weeks later. A friend of mine had convinced me to do what I'm about to tell you. Uh-oh. Jeff had pissed me off. I was invited. So then I said out loud at this party, yeah, well, it's not as bad as when Jeff had sex with blah, blah, blah. It was like, when, it was like a pit bull attacked her, attacked her crotch. All right. Yeah, like I said, I bet you she was. Oh, oh, it it caused their breakup. It caused their breakup. Yeah. Uh, Now you you were aware previously that she did have when she was younger the dog attack on her face and. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. Oh yeah, because we had kind of been quote unquote friends, and I asked her. I was like very politely, like, "How did this happen?" And she was like, "Oh, and I was, you know." Six or seven years ago. Or I mean, not six or seven years ago. Because they weren't that young when this happened. They were in their late teens, give or take. Okay. But, uh, yeah, she said when she was a kid, she got attacked. And so I utilized that to fuck with my little brother. And, uh, again, that, that's, real that's fucking the, mean. But That's the meanest thing you ever did to your brother? I don't know if it's the meanest thing. I really don't know if it's the meanest thing. It's definitely one of the worst things, for sure. Like, causing a breakup with his girlfriend at the time while mentioning two things that nobody needed to know. Yeah. Like, it's pretty fucked up. Like, because it's not just fucked up to him. It's really fucked up to her. Oh, exactly. exactly. Because I said it at a pool party, Josh. Yeah. I'll get you. (laughs) Real fucked up, but you know, I, I think later I thought it was hilarious, and I was just like, "That's for making my nuts swell up." And he's like, "I'll fucking make them swell up again." So there's that. But. Man, it's a miracle my brother and I survived to adulthood with all of our limbs and digits in, intact. Um, because we did some crazy fucking shit to each other growing up, like. 
we used to play fucking tag with lit Sorry. Roman. We used to play tag with lit Roman candles. The kind of level fucked up kind of shit we used to do. Yeah, we. Well, so, uh. We were really, really inspired by Jackass to make our own, like, stupid content. Um, A lot of people were. Right, right. I myself and, was angry. I was like, I was doing this shit in the 90s, and I didn't make any money off of it. What the fuck? <laughs> didn't make me watch any less, though, because I fucking loved those movies. Still do. Speaking of that, they're making a fourth one. Are they really? Yep. It's coming out next year, I want to say. I'm fine with that. I'm, oh, dude, I'm seeing it. Like, that's the thing. Jackass is easily one of the funniest things that you'll ever watch. Like, I know that it's sophomoric and it kind of hits that, like, very primitive nerve in your brain. It's not clever, but that's kind of what makes the charm of it. That's what makes it great. And these guys know that 99% of the time, whatever they do, it's going to result in physical pain on them, but they don't care because it's still fucking funny. And I'll March never twenty twenty one. I'll never not love it. <clears throat> yeah, no, same here. We we honestly, we did, honestly, I hope they can just get Bam cleaned up and keep him sober. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. Like that the, dude's been through some shit in his day. I I really, really, really want a documentary about Jackass, like a full on good documentary that kind of goes through the before and after. And uh, it's well, like, you you did watch the one on Hulu about Big Brother, right? Yes, but I want more. Uh, that, that was want. that was really well done. I think they need to do, you know move on from that and into the jackass area. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so because we were inspired by jackass, we did we did things that we knew we could get away with that wouldn't injure us too much, but would still be funny. And the problem was is that we were still young, so we're learning how to quote unquote ham it up. Mm-hmm. So small things that would hurt us, we're like over exaggerating it and shit like that. Like I remember one of the things we filmed. I still have the tape, by the way. We called it abnormal. Was the name that we gave it. Um, one of the things that we did was. Uh, you ever heard of butts up the the game? Uh, well, I'm not sure if I have or not. But for those listeners out there, tell them like they haven't. Okay, so the idea is that there, uh, you stand in front of a brick wall, a large brick wall, and you um, you throw a tennis ball at the wall. It bounces once, and if someone catches it, they, they then get to throw it at the wall, and somebody else has to try to get it. If you drop the ball, if you don't catch it in time, or what the fuck ever, you have to go to the wall and put your ba- put your face to the wall, and then whoever threw the ball gets to huck the ball at you. Whether they hit you or not, they get that option. That's butts up. I think there's an elimination thing with it involved, but I don't remember. So we were like, well, instead of playing with a tennis ball, how about we use one of those hard uh, like rubber balls that you use in... Um, uh, it's like a blue little little like rubber ball. Handball. Oh, shit. Handball. What's that? Handball. Handball, thank you. Yes. Because <clears throat> those would sting more, is our thought process. Shit, fuck that. And Use a baseball. Jesus. See, that was the thing. We could have, if we had proper medical insurance, or we had that kind of availability. 
bruises fade. So we, what's that? Bruises fade. I wasn't worried about bruises. I was worried about like, oh, it hit the back of the head and the person got knocked out. Now we have to take him to the hospital. That's what I was worried about. They'll wake up. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> Um, this was the mentality that my brother and I had. <clears throat> but carry on. Anyway, so we would do things like that. And I knew that toning it down was what we needed to do. But the unfortunate problem is is we made this with the, in all 100% entire, entirety of going, we can be successful with this. Like, that was our thought process. Did it go anywhere? Obviously <laughs> fucking not. But... Um, there was a lot of times where we did things like we did uh, uh, like 10 paces turn and shoot with um, paintball guns. Uh, one of our friends had gotten two paintball guns that had uh, that were uh, single hand. Yeah. And so we would do that. Um, like a duel. That was, yeah. Yeah. Duel. Thank you. Duel was what I was trying to think of. Uh, what else? We, 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 we strapped, um, we learned a long time ago that if you take a pickle of peat, a firework, and you hammer one end of it, that it'll explode. It'll it'll whistle like normally does and then explode because all the powder at the bottom is being compressed really hard and it has nowhere to go. But, you know. Yeah. So what we decided to do was, like, we were like, let's try to amp this up. What if we put a bunch of, of pickle of peat powder inside a water bottle? So we did that, and it made a loud explosion. Not as loud yeah. as obviously an M80, but that kind of big explosion. So we yeah. would put that into stuffed animals in the middle of the street. Uh, so like if a really car things. hits it or something, they hear a big boom and. No, 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 because it oh. was like we would just light it and then and then run away. Oh, okay. Um. God, I'm trying to remember some of the other shit. Like, I really want to find that tape and just watch it, and but at both cringe and just be in awe of how stupid we were. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of things like I want to I want to check out with that, but this it, this eventually evolved, and it changed from stupid shit we were just recording to full on things that we were editing. So we had a friend who wanted to make some videos with us, including the Jackass style stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and he had a he had a he had a newish laptop. So what we would do is we'd film all the shit, and then I would I would go into the um, <laughs> Windows Movie Editor or Windows Movie Maker, and I would just I would make our little videos. And I remember the first time like we tried to recreate tribute from Tenacious D, and that was oh like, my. Yeah, it was my first foray into editing a music video, which I was like, wow, this shit is way harder than I thought. Um, we had a whole bit where uh, my little brother growing up was a major homophobe. Major yeah. homophobe. Yeah, you have mentioned that. And uh, so my brother Josh and our friend Brian, we decided to film a skit where Josh and Brian were like, they were sitting there next to each other holding controllers. Oh, one, yeah. of them says, one of them says, like, I think I've told this on stream, but um, one of them says, uh, man, girls are just so fucking complicated. And I was like, yeah, I'm tired of girlfriends. They look at each other, drop their controllers and make out. It was nothing major, but the point was this was the vehicle to what we finally, what we actually wanted. 
Yeah. So we filmed that sketch and and or skit because it's not a sketch; it's a skit. And it took forever because I, I, what I really wanted Josh and Brian to do was like full on lip lock. I wanted the, the, the mouth on mouth action on. Camera. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then show it to your younger brother who would proceed to flip the fuck out. So, so what we, we showed it to three other people first. Yeah. And I, but I, but the video starts and it just says, what's the commotion? It shows their reaction to it. Right. Then it shows the sketch. And it shows mm-hmm. Josh and Jeff, or Josh, yeah, Josh and Brian make out, and then it goes to show Jeff. And oh, he, he was there. No, no, no. We showed it to him last. Oh, okay. So, so oh, you're filming his reaction and edited it in. The way we filmed it was like we filmed the thing. I edited it. We then um, showed it to three other friends. And then we got Jeff in there to show it to him and filmed that. The way I edited it was I showed the three friends first, asked the audience what's the commotion, showed the sketch, then showed Jeff. Gotcha. That's how I edited it together, yeah. Uh, and but I'm um, sure he handled it like the well-rounded young individual he was, right? Oh, he lost his mind. <laughs> he absolutely lost his shit. He, uh, he started freaking out, saying that he wasn't going to live with two f words um and uh i really just don't want that word said on the podcast so that's why i'm avoiding it yeah um, i know i know what you're it, it rhymes with the larva of a fly so yeah. right exactly okay um he started calling them that and then he left and said i'm not living here with you guys i'm not living here with a bunch of f words and blah 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 and um so then he then he goes and says, or then he then he steps outside, and uh, um, I I then I then grab the because he, he didn't want to be around them. He didn't mind being around me. He didn't want to be around them, even though it was my idea. I filmed it. I directed them, uh, but I have the camera at my side. He doesn't want it. He doesn't want to be filmed, right? He knew that we were filming, but he didn't want to be filmed. But I just had it at my side, and I was like, all right, let me see if I can get more of his reaction. So I did. And he is just going off. He's just like, he's just like, I can't believe that I, I'm friends with my, my brothers. No, F word, blah, blah, blah. Going off. The two friends that are standing outside are just like, what is happening? He then, Josh and Brian start to walk outside the house. Jeff then starts to walk down the, like, walk away down the street because he's like, I'm not going to be here anymore. And as he's walking away, I film him walking down the street. I edited it to where it slowed down a little bit, and I play and I and I played um, REM's "Everybody Hurts." Everybody hurts. Oh, <clears throat> that's funny. I was very proud of that. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was really funny. I, I we did a lot of dumb shit. I remember the one thing that I did that I had to film, and every time we go past this. I, location my dad has to point it out to me but we called it buffalo soldier and we played the music that played over the bit was uh bob marley's buffalo soldier Mm -hmm. uh and uh what it was was that um jeff and brian went out to a field 
and they were doing things that looked quote unquote primitive while wearing loincloths. Okay. That's all they were wearing. Yeah, yeah. So if there's a strong breeze, guess what? I got a full face off. Oh. I didn't I didn't film it. I just had to edit it. I didn't film oh. anything. Uh the the day of filming, uh it was my dad took Jeff, Josh, and Brian out to the field, they filmed it, and then they brought the footage to me. And they filmed for about an hour. And I had to take an hour's worth of footage and try to find enough to put into three minutes. And it was super fucking windy. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I can confidently say that Brian is well endowed. All right. <laughs> uh, Jeff is Jeff is average. Uh oh. Calling your brother out here. Oh, he'll be okay. Oh, okay. He'll be okay. I'm not worried about it. But yeah, no, it's it's uh Oh, I thought man. you were just gonna follow up with your other brother being not average. <laughs> well, I mean no, he's no, he's very like he's not well endowed. <laughs> he's but, yeah. uh, but it was it was still it was still too much. It was still too much that I had to see. Yeah, a couple episodes ago, we call it the one where Greg poops his pants. This one will be the one where Greg oddly knows the size of his brother's wieners. Well, my well, I don't know Josh's. I I don't think I've actually ever seen Josh's. Okay, okay. Not not that I know of. I I uh boy. I don't know why you've decided to get me to the point in the podcast now where I'm where I'm trying to figure out if I've seen my brother's junk or not. So I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, we we the the point I was getting at was we filmed a lot of jackass stuff. Like we filmed jackass esque stuff, and then we and then we moved on to like oh we can edit videos and we could do fun stuff. So then I tried some Benny Hill shit, and then we fit like we actually filmed some actual sketches. There's a uh. You remember uh, uh, Nate, my buddy Nate? Yes, I do. I like Nate. Nate's Nate's good people. Doesn't yeah. pay attention for shit. <laughs> True as hell. He, he's uh, a good dude. He, uh, him and I met in 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 theater class, and we had to do a final that was for like we had to do a long bit between two people, and we decided to do who's on first. Oh yeah. yeah. So I filmed. I that was filmed and then put on that abnormal tape. Okay. God, there's so much shit that we did. And I'm, I'm just trying to. The thing that sucks is that all the like typical jackass stuff that's on that VHS that still exists. Everything that is edited, that like the two last things I told you about Buffalo Soldier and and Everybody Hurts. Yeah, gone. Uh, Aaron's dad, who had who owned, he technically owned the laptop, he fucking wiped the hard drive, and everything was on it. Uh, this was pre YouTube, by the way, guys. I guess he didn't want to see your brother's winner either. No, what it had nothing to do with that. Actually, it was that he didn't know Aaron was using it for that, and he was just like, "Fuck you, it's my laptop now. Wipe." Hey. He, he legit didn't know that that there was videos on there. Which Aaron was actually apparently appreciative of because he was worried that his dad might beat his ass. His dad is also like a hard ass military guy who beat Aaron. <laughs> now, there's that. Also, were they teenagers at the time? 
Um, were who teenagers at the time? Were Aaron, Jeff, and Brian? We all were. Okay, yeah. probably a good thing that it got locked then because God forbid something had happened and he has this laptop in his possession. And being a military dad, underage boys wingers uh, on video is not a good thing to have. Okay, on that note. I edited Buffalo Soldier where it didn't have any wiener. Oh, okay. And the 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 footage that did have wiener was I erased. Oh, okay. Well, then so no yeah, big there, deal. Yeah, there was there was no like just a reserve of an hour of boy wiener. <clears throat> I, I <laughs> that'd be hilarious though. There's been there's been so many things that me and my brothers have done throughout the years that like one of the things that my dad constantly still brings up to this day, which drives me fucking nuts because we didn't, it's not what killed the camcorder, but he claims that it is, is that we, we, we strapped the camcorder to the back of a big ass remote controlled truck. Yeah. Cause we just thought it'd be fucking cool looking. Like that was it. It didn't hurt the fucking camcorder at all. It actually still worked for months after that, but he's just like, no, nah, that's what broke it. We were like, no, no, <laughs> It broke from just us overusing it. Yeah, especially if it's a VHS-style recorder. Uh, those things. Still, though, Actually, point-of-view cameras had, were cool. This was this was when, like, uh, cameras were a little bit... They had smaller cassettes for them. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, and you could put them in an adapter and play them on a VCR in a VHS yes. format, but they recorded in a smaller... Yeah, my stepdad had one of those. They were cool cameras for the time. Yeah. Which it's when my dad mentions it to this day, it makes me laugh because I'm just like, you have a better one in your pocket. You know that, right? I know, I just like giving you shit. I'm like, why? Why what for? What's the point? We've established that that's not what killed it. No, but you know, I get that. I like beating a dead horse. I mean, I get it. About but... something that happened years ago. But, yeah. At some point, it stops becoming funny. Just let it go. But if that wasn't what killed it, I mean, clearly. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's like I constantly have to hear the joke from certain members of my family about when I was 12 and fucked a couch. And I'm just like, can we can we move past that? Is that a possibility? Mm, my God. That story is never not funny. I am sure it's hilarious to this day, but I, I'll tell you what. Having it randomly come up for no fucking apparent reason is not. That's when funniest. it's funniest. Is it That's though? What, for me, it is. Like when we're doing a stream and we mention something about your couch, that shit's funny. I mean. It is to me it's and just, Valer it's just and really and old man. Like it's just, it is, but for me and Valer and the other guys that get in on our Twitch streams, it's, it's like pretty it's fucking like funny a, for them. It's like making a joke about Kobe's, like him having uh, uh, him cheating on his wife. It's like, is it is it really funny at this point? It's so old. Well, it's it's never funny when anybody cheats on their spouse I or did, significant I'm, other. I'm a, I joke about Kobe. I didn't say. No, no, I still, and I don't think a lot of jokes about that are funny usually, unless it's you know that old classic one. You know, 
Oh, nothing says a shared Facebook profile. Or nothing says somebody cheated like a shared Facebook profile between husband and wife. Have I told... I just realized I mentioned something on the podcast that I don't know that I've told on the podcast. What, your couch trucking experience? Yeah. Yeah, you haven't. And that's why it's funny because I'm just sitting here laughing. I was like, you've never told anybody about this on our podcast. I mean, it's fun. Like, here's the thing. It's, it's, It's funny because of, A, the way that I tell it, and B, it's a funny story. The point that I'm getting at is it's just so used so much that I'm like, when does it stop being funny? Like, is there any, is that ever a possibility? No, it's not. Should I, tell, should, I tell, should I tell the audience? You have story? to now at this point. You have All to. Right, fair enough. When I was 12 years old, we had a couple friends that lived in the adjacent neighborhood from us named Jolene and Jessica. Jolene was my age. Jessica was, was my little brother Jeff's age. Um, around this time, I was 12-ish. So this was after the whole nut-kicking situation. Yeah, they um, they obviously worked fine again. <laughs> oh yeah, they're great. Um, they uh, to this day they still work. I can I can assure you that. Um, I was about to make a really really bad like. If there's any ladies out there that want to double check, uh, it's a fucking awful awful joke I was about to make. Anywho. Um, Jolene and Jessica, I, think, they, I think it was even more awful and your description of the awful joke you were about to make is somehow even more awful by saying what you were originally going to say fair <sighs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's fair anyway uh, so Jolene and Jessica would hang out with, with Jeff and I quite a bit and what they would do is they would teach us how to play things like Spin the bottle, strip poker, um, things like that. They they were kind of our sex positive teachers because they're they were latchkey kids. Their father was always at work, and uh, they would just they would try to find anyone to hang out with. And because my brother and I we were kind of loners a little bit, they thought well hanging out with these two are, is going to be fun. And I uh, I was really 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 attracted to to Jolene at the time. Um, which every fucking time I tell this story or I mention it around certain people, they like to fucking then sing. I hate uh, that Parton. goddamn song so fucking much. <laughs> We've established how much I despise that genre of music on our last episode, and here you're doing it again to me. And for for God knows why, people around here. <laughs> love that song and dollywood's only like three hours away and it's just like anytime anybody says or sees that name they break out into song and i'm just like oh (laughs) fucking christ trust me i'm not the world's biggest fan of it either but and i have to hear it every time like every time i tell this to new group people they're just like well let me sing that song jolene i'm like oh god here we go do you, do you think that people were that were not fans of the Beatles had the same reaction when they heard Hey Jude? Likely. Mm. I, I feel like that it might be the case, but I, I don't know. Because I know people that fucking hate the Beatles, so there's that. Which I'm like, all right, well, you know, it's okay to have bad taste in music. That's A-okay. Anywho, what we would do is we would hang out and we would they would they would create a fort in our bedroom with our bunk beds and they taught like us like a blanket uh, fort and shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, I still uh, do that. <laughs> what? They, Blanket they, forts kick ass. Fuck you. I didn't say they don't. I just thought it was funny. I just wasn't expecting to hear that today. Um, so what they would do is they, they would, uh, um, uh, sorry, I just burped a little bit. So, uh, they would teach us a little game that they would play together called Mr. Crotch Lips, where they would use their vaginas as puppets. Huh. Uh-huh. And, uh. I'll be just, damned. Just as an FYI, that was my first experience looking at a vagina. Um. Did they, like, put lipstick on it or anything? Or? Yes. Yes. They would even draw, like, eyes above the, uh. Oh, my like, God. Google googly eyes and oh, I don't think they ever Jesus. did googly eyes, but yeah. Dude, uh, I saw now I, I don't wanna see. I don't wanna I don't wanna dwell too long on like, you know, twelve year old girls' crotches, but um Well, think, for context, you were twelve at the time. So at the time Yes, yes. I wasn't thirty six. Yeah. 36. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't advise anybody that thirty six be looking at those. Um Make sure they're at least 18. Thank you. Yeah. So, and here was the, here's the crazy part. So usually when stories like this happen, it's usually the guy teaching the girl certain things. But in this situation, it was two girls who they lived with a single father, found all of his like porn stuff, and then would teach my brother and I, they would even bring what over. What kind the- of porn was he watching? They had a game called Mr. Crotch Lips uh, well, using their. To be fair, I think the Mr. Crotchlips thing was their idea, but like the 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 strip poker and the spin the bottle and bring over porn and as a whole, like that was their idea, or that was that was you know what they they found in the porns, huh? Because okay. they, like I said, they would bring over the VHSs, and we would sit there and watch them when our parents weren't around, and and it was a whole thing. And there was a lot of times where I'd had to like hide boners. Because I was like, I don't want them knowing that I'm attracted to what I'm seeing on the screen. Mm. Um, again, twelve year old mind, don't whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. So after a solid, you know, a few weeks, a month of of hanging out with them and experiencing all this and seeing porn, I thought to myself, well, humping is kind of what happens when a guy and a girl start to do that kind of thing. And I was watching, uh, this was during the summertime and I was watching, uh, MTV spring break. And, uh, again, I'm 36. Now this was when I was 12. So think about the time era. Jenny McCarthy had not gone through her whole anti-vax phase yet. So, so this was 24 years ago. 24. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't think of a year. I was I was actually at Club La Vila at MTV Spring Break in '98. Was this huh. around '98? Well, if you were 12 and you were born in '83, that would have been '95. '95, okay. Yeah, I didn't think it was that late. Um, no, I'm just saying I actually went to the Club La Vila one down in '98. Okay, gotcha. Uh. Me and a buddy of mine. Just saw something. I have, when I'm doing the podcast, guys, I have videos of, of like, relaxing things on my screen here. 
And uh, it's just like dumb little videos that just that don't distract me, but also keep my brain kind of occupied to what Josh is saying. Obviously, um, this one distracted you. Well, yes, because it was a <clears throat> it was one of those uh, 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 machines that that pressed down um, uh, metal, like their their a compressor. Uh, no, well, no, well, no, no. I mean, you can call it a, compressor a compactor. No, it's. It's what a blacksmith uses to to square off like metal before they start to hammer it. Is that what oh, a mold. You mean a mold? Kind of, yeah. Like, like they're pouring but, the liquid steel into it, the molten steel into it, so it takes shape. Not, not quite. No. So it's a it's it has a giant metal piece above it, and then a metal plate on the bottom. They'll put the metal on that, and then they'll slam this thing down oh, over okay. and over and over to shape. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Okay, they had one of those, and somebody was using it to precision to put a, a matchbox tray back in the matchbox box to the show that that was super precision. And they got it right, and they got the they got the tray inside there, and then they just slammed it down over and over. So they had this precision, and then just went ham, and it <laughs> completely oh, distracted okay. me. I was like, "That's funny." Um. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Anyway, you're back twelve. Anyway, you're 12. You're what? You're it's the summertime. You're home alone. You're watching Holy MTV Spring Break. Jenny McCarthy hadn't gone batshit insane yet, spouting her fucking non scientific nonsense about vaccines causing autism. Spoiler alert, they fucking don't. Right. Um, She's in a two piece bikini. I get very horny as a 12 year old would. And uh, it's fair. And I remember the videos watching with the with with Julian and Jessica, and and how like the guys would hump the girl with their wiener. Mm-hmm. And I went, "What's the closest thing in proximity to that where I could experience something like that?" Oh, the couch cushions. All right. And I <laughs> and I just started humping. Now here's the thing. In a lot of those, I'm going to start calling you Jay because of Jay from Big Mouth. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. This was a one-time thing because I'll explain why. There's a little bit of traumatizing with it. Uh, so so I start humping because I'm just like, oh, this is this will feel good. Most of the time that we would watch these porn videos with Julian and Jessica, there was. Never, we never finished them, so I never saw what happens at the end. If that makes sense. <laughs> so, so when I'm humping the couch, <laughs> I finish as a guy would, you know, stimulating the cleaner, and uh. it's all inside the couch cushions. Here's the thing: I thought I peed. Oh, oh my god. I, I peed. I thought I peed the couch. Oh and my I god! Out and I went to the bathroom. I grab a towel and I start to clean it. And I'm like, "That's not pee. What the fuck did I? What the hell just came out of me? This isn't good. I <laughs> I legit think <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> and I, and I, there's no one to talk to. I can't figure it out. Uh, oh. So I called Jolene and I explained, I'm like, I have to tell you something. I'm really scared right now, but I can't tell anybody else. And she goes, what? And so I told her, she goes, oh, that's, that's just cum. I'm like, what the fuck is cum? And she goes, that's what, that's what comes out of a guy 
when they have sex. And I was just like, oh. She's like, yeah, you're fine. I'm like, okay, cool. Neat. And then and then I was talking to another friend, and I was like, well, like, it kind of felt good now that I think about it, now that the traumatization part's over. But I really don't want to fuck the couch again if that's what's coming out of me. You know, where where's the cleanest place? Oh, three baths a day, got it. <laughs> Understood. Three baths a day, that works. And oh I, I, my god, dude! And and I've told my dad about this before, or talked to him about it, because he he recognized immediately. He was like, "Oh, Greg's taking another bath." <laughs> 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 and he would tease my mom and be like, "Greg's taking another bath." Wink, wink. At least it's not socks. And she's like, "Shut the fuck up! I don't want to hear about that." <laughs> I didn't know that at the time. I was just like. And, and here's the thing: is which guys, is which is odd because you know my nephew's thirteen now, and yet he refuses. He hates to take a shower <coughs> or anything. And I'm like, Jesus! It's like, hey, you reek. Go take a shower. Take advantage. Wear it out. <laughs> uh. Well, that's the thing is like. When when I was that age, I didn't know that there was, you know, ways to do it correctly. So the way that I would do Obviously, it... you <laughs> fucked a couch. <laughs> the way that I would handle it was I would be on my back in the tub and, like, upside down fuck? milking a cow. Yeah, upside down milking a cow. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, That's how you refer to it as? Well, I mean... Oh, my God. But it was... I was like, it was like two-handed, two-handed situation. What? Like, like I was upside down, like, like trying to climb a rope. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, everyone that's still listening, Greg led a very, very oh, sheltered oh. life. Oh, I'm not done. Oh, the story's not over. There's a, there's a, the. There's, for lack of a better word, a climax of this story that is very funny. Um, that I don't, I, I, I feel like you've heard before, Josh, but I don't know that you remember. So, well, I mean, we've told each other lots of stories in the past four years, so it is t- difficult to say. Th- and th- I th- obviously don't know exactly what you're going to say until you say it. Okay, well, fair enough. Uh, I'm telling these stories because I think they are very funny. They are. I think they are hilarious anecdotes from my childhood, teenage years, actually, that are uh, <laughs> very comical. Um, so I don't have a problem telling them on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the end of this story is that about a month, maybe two months of learning how to masturbate properly and, and experimenting, so to speak, with different things. Um, as guys tend to do, as girls tend to do, it's just natural, perfectly fucking natural to do this. Oh God, um, summer of 88, man. I thought I was going to fucking, I couldn't stop any opportunity I got. <laughs> I went into, I'd lock myself in the bathroom till that motherfucker was coughing up dust. Oh God, mom bought two cantaloupe. I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, this, this one afternoon on, on a weekend. Jolene calls me up and she says, Hey, are, is anyone at your house? And I said, yeah, my, uh, my brothers are here. Someone's car alarm's going off. Um, and, uh, I don't know if you guys could hear that. Uh, just faintly. 
Um, Carry on. So I said, yeah, my brothers are here, but my mom's at work and my dad's gone. And she oh my goes, God, well, you're going to tell this story. Uh-huh. <gasps> <laughs> it's funny. Josh, I know you find this story funny, Josh. So, Yes. So, yes, it is. So she says, can you come over and hang out? My dad's got my uh, Jessica and my dad are gone and they'll we'll be back for hours. I was like, yeah, sure. So I head on over there and I'm sitting down there. I was like, what's going on? And she goes, well, I do have some news for you. It's kind of sad. My, my family, my dad and my sister and I were going to be moving to Arizona. And I was like, oh, sh that sucks. Why? And it was because her dad got like a promotion or something like that. So they all have to move. And I was like, that, that really fucking bums me out. She goes, so like, I just kind of wanted to hang out with you and, and cause we're not, you know, going to have a lot of time together. And I said, okay, that's, you know, of course. So she goes, I want to watch one of my dad's videos. So she pops on a porn. <clears throat> We're sitting there watching it. And in the middle of it, she says to me, she whispers to me, I want to do what they're doing on, on, in the video. Um, you don't have to ask me twice. Here we go. So yeah, yeah. I proceed to do things like they're doing. And I'm talking, yeah. I, you know, run the gamut. It's, it's classic, yeah, yeah, text, yeah. you know, all, all the shit. And, uh, there's a point where we're doing just standard like missionary style. And I said like something along the line of like, I'm going to finish or something to that effect. I, I let her know. And she goes, don't not yet. I want to taste it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I get, I stand up and I go, okay, you know, sure. Why, why not? And, uh, she she proceeds to go down on me. Well, in my in my young brain, there was no hey, warn the girl. That didn't exist yet. It just didn't exist. So I just I just finish. I was just like, well, here it is. Her <laughs> reaction was immediate and visceral, <laughs> and by immediate and visceral, I mean vomiting all over my crotch. <laughs> so in the span of a solid minute and a half maybe oh it is oh god. oh god that feels good oh god why is there vomit all over my crotch no no but everybody that's listening to this show if they're a regular listener they know how much of a weak stomach you have so i immediately in that regard throw up on her head <laughs> god damn it I mean, it is, oh, it, is, it, is, it is finish, vomit on crotch, vomit on head. It is that fast. Oh, my God. So that she freaks girl. out. She's like, why did you throw up on me? And I'm like, why did you throw up on me? She can't say. She's embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. So she just gets up and goes to the bathroom. So then I'm left standing in her room with, with my crotch covered in vomit, trying to not vomit again, with half the floor covered in vomit, and she goes to take a shower. Which, uh, you know what? Respect, respect given. I get why. Um, and uh, she comes out. I then go into the bathroom, and then we clean everything up. And never spoke of it again. <laughs> Barely made eye contact after that. They left, and uh, that's that. <laughs> That's that whole thing. So, if you're listening to this and this was you that happened with Greg, please, 
please, please, if your name is Jolene and this was your first sexual oh, encounter no. with Greg, I have to have you on the show. <laughs> please email at allcuedupodcast at gmail.com or click on one of the links to our social medias down below. I have to know your side of the story. I have to know oh, your shit. side of the story and how negatively it impacted you throughout your teenage and adult life. <laughs> oh, shit. I was not expecting uh, you to say that. Holy crap, that's funny. Dude. I mean, yeah, I mean, here's I mean the odds the odds of her like hearing it are very slim. The odds of her hearing it and actually contacting us are even slimmer. Right. But I just got that fucking hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 <laughs> there's there here's the thing, is is I've I've told that story so many times that I know how to tell it to where it's funny. Um, and it's funny on its own, regardless. Uh, but uh, there, yeah, no, it's it's the the problem. The, the thing is, is the reason that I'm bringing it up is because uh, oh, and to think, Josh, we were going to talk about the Morbius trailer. Um, I think morbid body fluids is better to talk about. <laughs> anyway, uh, um. The problem is with that whole story is like I've had to hear countless fucking times people who have heard the story years ago mention me fucking a couch. And I'm just like and it, it, in, in, in context of certain situations it might be funny but like when we're playing Jackbox or something and somebody brings it up as a quick joke it's fine. Yeah because it's hilarious. The problem is is when it's brought up randomly for no fucking reason has nothing to do with it at fucking all you mean like like, six episodes from now when we're sitting there and i'll say hey remember that time you fuck your couch if we're sitting there fucking talking about some new show and there's nothing about a couch or fucking and you mention it that ain't fucking funny it's just to me it's just not like if I who are, who are you who are you to say what's funny and what's not funny? Just say hey, that's not for me, and just move on. That's not how this works. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to be fair, that's kind of what she said as well. Um, without using words. Oh God. I hope. It, uh, here's the thing. I don't know exactly who listens to this, but I fucking hope to God that the people who do listen to this. Are also people <laughs> communicate with Josh on a frequent basis? Oh, I know there's a few, a few, a few fellow members of the realm that regularly listen to the show, and I'm <laughs> thankful for that. I know, uh, I know my buddy Mike from Seattle. He listens uh, every week. Uh, I know Rob uh, listens to the show on a weekly basis because you know he's driving a truck, and you know my buddy Matt Hurd. He listens uh, every week, and. You know, he's the he's the one that gives us the most consistent feedback and weighs in on things in that regard. So shout out to him. Really appreciative of that. And there's various other members, you know, I can't name every single person, but I know there's I know there's a few people just in the realm alone that listen. I wish that we would, honestly, people out there that are listening, 
give us more feedback way and more communicate with us a little bit we love hearing from you uh but yeah that's a funny fucking story dude and i hope they got as much enjoyment out of it as i did especially when it come to milking a cow upside down that's <laughs> fucked up that's just <laughs> fucked up <laughs> That's not technically my joke, but I, I told that story on somebody's stream a long time ago, and that was the when I described how I did it, they were just like, so like milking a cow upside down, and we fucking lost it. We all just started oh laughing. Oh my our god! Ass off. <clears throat> oh my god! That's great. There was uh, yeah. There's I've told that story quite a bit. There's actually a story that happened to me, another sex story that I'm, I'm not going to tell. Because it's it, it, there's no way to make it funny. I've tried over and over and over and over to make it funny, and usually when I tell the story, and I do it in like a comedic tone where I'm like, "And <laughs> this happened, and this happened," and then I get to the part where it's not funny, nobody laughs. They just stare at me like, "Are you okay?" So I'm never telling that story, and I don't even know if you know what story I'm talking about, Josh. But I probably don't. Um. But I'll, I'll tell you off podcast. I'm not telling it on podcast. I'm just, I'm just not. But uh, it's all right, um, everybody. I'll tell it afterwards. No, you won't. <laughs> uh, not because I'm not telling you to, but because you're not going to want to. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want. It's not that big of a deal. I've told a ton of people, but you're not going to want to tell it. Like it's. Not yeah, a good. Fair. It's not a good story, but it's fair. Um, uh, yeah, that one's one of my favorites. It's it's. Uh, there have been a few situations that have made me laugh really, really, really hard when it comes to people's reaction to that story, where they're just they're just mortified, just absolutely fucking mortified, which may, which brings me immediate delight. Like, there's two reactions to that story. That it's it's what Josh did with the fucking hearty belly laugh. Pardon me, I just burped in the middle of that conversation, the sentence. And, uh, um, or it's, it's just straight up like their face is ghost white and they, they're just, I don't, what, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm sorry that happened to you. And that reaction is always just chef's kiss. Just, mwah. dude, dude, I mean, I'm not sorry in the least that it happened to you. I think it's the best thing in the fucking world. <laughs> especially if it gets if it if for some reason after 24 years she hears the episode and gets in contact and agrees to fucking come on the show that would be great <laughs> I, here's the thing is i you I'm had a hoping belly against laugh. hope I, I genuinely want other people who listen to this podcast to tell us like if that was too much or if that was just enough <laughs> like I want other people to see to let me know if they found it's, that as funny it's, as you it's, did. It, it's not too much. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm answering for them. They say yes, it was funny. It wasn't too much. I think the story is funny, which is why I tell it. I, I again, yeah, it's just, it's sex, sex stuff can be funny if it's if it's. Uh, because I've told that story, I've actually before before this situation, Josh. I've told that story where I I I made it sound a lot more traumatizing, <laughs> and it wasn't funny because I thought that would yeah. make it funny, and then they're just like, no, not at all. So, 
But uh, hey, guys, in the comment section, if there's any traumatizing sex stories you want to share, <laughs> don't actually do that. I, I'm I told that story on my own volition. <laughs> uh, the, the the other thing that sucked about it, Josh, like just on a side, like slight side serious note, is I honestly thought for years something was wrong with my semen. Genuinely. Like I had a girlfriend who wanted to do things and I refused. So that way she didn't throw up. Oh my God. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, you actually suffered a little bit of trauma because of that too. It gave you a complex. Yep. And then I talked to a therapist and told her that story and she goes, no, your, <laughs> your semen just hit the back of her throat and it gave her an immediate visceral reaction. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with her. I was like, oh, okay. And then my next girlfriend and I did lots of stuff. Okay. <laughs> Just leave it at that. It's, yeah. Gentleman, yeah gentleman, I mean, does, <laughs> gentleman doesn't shoot and tell. <laughs> unless you projectile vomits onto his crotch and then you have to. Uh, do you think we lost any viewers because of this then? I mean... I hope not. <laughs> I hope a lot of our viewers have a really good sense of humor when it comes to sex stuff. And I think this is also why Josh Big Mouth is so fucking funny to me because it's absolutely very accurate. Like when, when we are all that young, we do really fucking stupid sexual shit. Yep. Like I remember, I remember when I was that young and I was just like, man, I, I really want a sensation that's not just my fucking hand. So yeah. I took a shit ton of toilet paper and then a, and then a fucking uh, toilet paper roll. And I tried to position the toilet paper inside the roll to resemble that. It didn't work out. <laughs> it just made a mess and clogged the toilet. Dude, a buddy of mine. Well, I wouldn't say it's a buddy of mine, but a guy I was, you know, associated with in school was a friend in school, but not spoken with him in over 20 years. Don't know. You know, but back then he was, uh, it was about that age where we're all figuring out how to jerk it and everything. He's like, I can't get it to fucking go. I can't, I can't finish. He's like, I've tried and I tried. I've done everything, even sticking it in shampoo bottles. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, wait, what the fuck? How small is your shit got to be to fit into the opening of a shampoo bottle? <laughs> it's like, what? Needle-sized. Huh. So, yeah, he was settled with the name of Needle Dick for quite a while. Yeah, I imagine that would be the case. <clears throat> <clears throat> I remember... Uh... So, carry uh, on. So I don't know how this story will not be as funny as the fucking story I just told. But, uh, you know, when I was 12, 13 years old, there was a girl in the neighborhood who I thought was extremely attractive. Her name was, mm -hmm. uh, this was also after Jolene. So if that counts, but, um, obviously Christina, I want to say her name was, um, but there was this one day where we're all hanging out. We're playing games out in the, in the, in the cul-de-sac cul-de-sac. But if you want to call it that, 
It was more like a giant L-shaped street that ended in a cul-de-sac, but whatever. Um, and uh, we, whatever game we were playing, a few of us were on the balcony while everyone else was on the grass. And I tripped and fell, and then and then uh, Christina fell and tripped, and her ass landed on my head, which was okay. exactly where I wanted my head at that time. And I couldn't stop thinking about it all fucking day. And there was no opportunity for me to take, you know, another bath. So uh, <laughs> what I did to kind of... Oh, call... you mean oh, you mean by another bath, you mean go and jerk it? Yes. Okay. Milk a cow upside down. Um... <laughs> Again, I'm just blown away that you were two-handing it. Oh, yeah, dude. It was 100% two-handing it. Um, so what I did to calm it down was it was, I want to say it was during the fall. So the windows are really cold and I just took my fucking fully erect penis and just pressed it against the glass (laughs) of my bedroom that went out to the street. (laughs) I have no idea if anyone saw it. Huh? No fucking clue if anyone saw it. I was just like, man, huh. it's, it's just hot and I need to go to bed. <laughs> huh. <laughs> you know that Sir Mix a Lot song, Put Them on the Glass. It wasn't talking about putting <laughs> putting those up on the glass. <laughs> Obviously, you've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking funny. It is really fucking funny. Oh, shit. Goddamn, Josh. Sex stuff can be hilarious. Oh, absolutely. And I've got some funny stories that I'm not going to tell. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, well, I'm, not, I'm, I, I'm, I'm married and she's here and she listens. <laughs> and she doesn't no. want to know about prior experiences, and I don't give a fuck about her prior experiences. So that's fair, yeah. Out of respect for her, I'm not going to tell the story. Yeah. Got now, you. if she didn't listen, I'd totally fucking tell a few stories. Fair. Well, there's I, I, there's some stories that I could tell about exes that I'm not going to tell because, like, I don't know. It's just not as funny. Not nearly. I mean, but yeah, guys. I, I, Jesus Christ, this episode. Well, I'm glad I got to let our audience know <laughs> a story that I told <laughs> hundreds of people. Uh, so now the story is out there even more so. Yep. But uh, which is one of Josh's favorite fucking things in the world. Oh, just more people learn about the story of the projectile vomit on your peen, and then you yeah. puking right on top of her head right back. Which Dude, I that think shit's so be, funny to me. You might be one of the few people that finds that part of the story funnier than the couch fucking part. Because it is. <laughs> That's fine. Taste is subjective. Obviously, it was <laughs> offensive to her. Um. <clears throat> That wasn't even an intentional joke. Oh, um, shit. Well, I mean, the, the funny thing about your couch is you didn't tell anybody and people were still sitting on them cushions. Oh, for years. Like, 
that we had that couch for another five years at least. And you never cleaned up the spot. So not just, nope. I just I just, literally just turned the couch cushions over and was like, all right, just set just, it and forget it. They're sitting on dried jizz. <laughs> Which I've told that story like years after we got rid of that couch, and somebody always goes like, Is this the couch? and then stands up real quick. It's like, no, fucking jeez, no, goddamn. So Home. I can I can pick I, I can just picture say like somebody in the house is eating some cinnamon rolls and you know, what if they dropped it on the fucking couch cushion? They're like, oh shit, some icing and they're trying to scrape it up or Oh, yeah. Oh, what's the matter, Greg? Getting a little sick? (laughs) Don't think about that hot infection that burst in your mouth the other day. Oh, God, stop. Ew. (sighs) Ew. I, I, it was really funny the other day. I think my dad tried to repress that story because I know I've told it around him. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my mom still likes to make couch fucking jokes, by the way. So she finds it hilarious. Because my dad, it is. My dad, on the other hand, he finds it funny, but also extreme, extremely disturbing. So there because they he were, probably sat on the couch later that evening. Oh, everybody did. If you knew my family or were friends with my family or still to this day friends with my family, you probably sat on that couch. You probably sat on my dredges. <laughs> did you just try to say you probably sat on my dredges? Is that I what did. you tried to say? <laughs> Oh, God. Dude. <laughs> but, yeah, he just goes, I, I tell him the other day, I was just like, I mentioned it, uh, something about vomit or whatever, and he was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? So I, I briefly mentioned it to him, and he just goes, why do you have to fucking remind me of that story? <laughs> Man, you ever, all right, since we're talking about jerking it and everything, you ever, like, fire off around and never find it? I honestly I honestly can say no. All right. Well, one time me and this female, we were fooling around and she was performing the old handy and never found it till three days later up on her ceiling, dripping down and dried. Why? Oh, it's pretty funny. I was like, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, there it is. Let's go grab a Swiffer. God. Uh, more like, you know, getting a razor blade to scrape it off at that point. Yeah. An exacto knife. Uh, so gross. Damn. So gross. Anyway, we, uh, funny. We, should, we should probably wrap it up here because I got to take care of some shit. He's got to go fucking go milk a cow I'm upside not down. Gonna, nope. Not going to do that, sir. Yes. yes. Nope. I, uh, I work uh, a lot. You, know, you, you, you don't got to make up a lot of what everybody's doing, so it's okay. Everybody knows you're going to go milk a cow upside down now. I'm like genuinely not. I just have okay. to Okay. Sure. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. You're the worst. I really am. I mean, here's the thing. Okay, in all honesty, there's I'm not attracted to your voice at the moment, and not thinking of that. Otherwise, I don't want to. 
Wait, what? What is? What's that got to do with anything? Generally speaking, that the only reason that I would ever go jack off after the podcast is I'd be attracted to your voice. Oh. Okay, that's weird. You actually have to have reasons to do it? More or less. Wow. This age now. Huh. Yeah, my libido is not as like powerful as it used to be. <laughs> there has to be something like it's let me put it this way. <laughs> well, this is this is a, a massive well, overshare. Just, this is just weird to me. I was just like Huh. Oh, yeah, like, I have to be... It's like, smack. All right, let's go. <laughs> I have to be, it's not that, no. There has to no, be... No, no, and I'm talking me. I'm talking me, and just like, fuck it. Oh, yeah. It's like, hmm, I yeah. could do this, or... Oh, wait, I got 10, 15 minutes. Kill, hold on a sec, smack. <laughs> yeah, nope, that's absolutely not me. <clears throat> there has to be some sort of, like, something in my brain that triggers it. I've actually read about... um that style of libido, and it's very similar to a woman's, which is, I don't know what that tells you, but most guys are, are like you. Most guys are just like a strong breeze, and they're like, I'm ready. A light breeze, and they're ready. Oh, no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm not like easily stimulated, but it's just like I don't need a reason. I don't have to be like... Oh, yeah, I saw something that just was pleasing sexually in the imagery in some way, form, or fashion. No, I'll just be like, eh, you know, I think I'm just going to jerk it just for no reason. <laughs> it's like, hmm, what's today? Tuesday? Oh, hey, jerk it day. Fuck it. Let's do it. No. Yeah, I wish just, that was just to, just Just to keep it healthy and in practice. No, my, my friend who was married, um, he asked me a while back, he goes, uh, you know, the fact that you have your own your own space to kind of hang out in, you have your, you know, all this technology to watch as much porn as you want, like, how often do you jack it a day? And I was like, some days I don't at all. He's just like, what the fuck? Like, he was so appalled by that because to him, you know, My he has Lord. to either wait for his wife or, or, like, wait at night when his kids are asleep or something like that. And I like if, but if he was like, oh man, if I had my own space, like you do, like it'd be all the time. And I'm just like, nah, maybe that's why it's not all the time. <laughs> Cause I just, I, 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 I have the freedom to do it when I want. <laughs> I doubt that's the case. I genuinely do, but. Kid leaves for school at 15 after seven gets home after four fifteen. So. My days are open. <laughs> it's like, hey, I want to record today. All right, give me, give me a little bit. I gotta. <laughs> I actually said I gotta take a shower. G genuinely honest question for you, Josh. Like, I, I, this is this might be an overshare for our audience, and I apologize if that is to anybody. But mm -hmm. if halfway through. You suddenly aren't into it. Maybe you're stressed out about something. Do you still get to the finish line, or are you just like, ah, eh, fuck it, maybe later? No, oh, fuck no. I'll never no. I start what I finish, sir. Oh, I've a hundred percent gotten distracted by a deer and don't go to the finish line many times. By a deer? 
not literally. This oh. is all figure. I'm 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 using analogies. It's like, first here. of all, what are you doing in the woods? <laughs> There's poison ivy in the woods. You ever had poison <laughs> ivy on your junk? No, and I don't it's want. It's not it on my good. Junk. I've had I've had it's... icy hot on my junk, and I didn't like it. So. No, nah, man. I'm a firm believer in finishing what you start. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm not Get against it. that mentality. Firm, but there have been times where I'm believer. like, I'm so fucking stressed out about like something going on in my life that I'm just like, you know what? Maybe later. <laughs> Dude, if I'm stressed, jerk it. I, no, Stress no. relief. I, I, like, I, oh man, my neck hurts. Maybe I'm stressed. Oh, I better jerk it. I'll feel better. Neck still hurts, but goddamn, if I don't feel better. Yeah, I can't. I mean, not can't. I. <laughs> there's some. There's like it, it's it's so fucking situational, man. My my libido is super situational. My there situation was actually was the point where it's like, um. Shit, sun's up. You're awake. Okay. <laughs> Maybe when I was a teenager, but like I'm still since, that way, man. Yeah, I, I did. I know so many guys are that I know. A lot of friends my age that are that are my age are like that. Their libidos are still like fucking a Lamborghini going 200 miles per hour. Mine's just a fucking Prius going 20. I don't get why. I, I genuinely don't get why. I'm just I'm just it just is that way. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Just deal with it. Move on. I'm not, this isn't like a, hey, guys, feel sorry for me because my libido is not as good. <laughs> like, I'm not upset about it. Hell, it's a lot quieter in my head than I imagine it is for other guys. I don't even have to be thinking about anything. There's nothing in my head. That's so weird to me. That is legitimately bizarre to me that you don't have to have some sort of simulation because I thought that was just a thing because I absolutely have to. You've seen Zach and Mary make a porno, right? Yes, 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 yes. Jay Mew's character? Yeah. I can just think for a second and boom. Same yeah, way. I, I, not even a little bit for me. Hey, welcome to the episode of Uninhibited where Josh and I share way too much with you guys, but... See? Told you. What? You, you totally didn't catch. You didn't catch the joke. I said all I had to do was think about it for a second, and no, God, I was on, making. Man. I was making the joke. See, there it is. I don't. <laughs> that's a, you know. I'm not exactly like. I am very sex positive. I want people to understand that. I want people. Oh, to, absolutely. Uh, but the last thing I want today right now is to think about Josh and having a hard on while talking to me. Oh, no, 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 not at all. I was making the joke. I got you. I, I, I got you. Still don't want to think about you having a hard on, though. I mean, whatever you want to think about in your off time, that's your business, dude. I, I'm not it's not. I don't. I don't. It's okay. Everybody, and nobody's judging you. I didn't say anyone was. I was just reaffirming. 
<laughs> You're the worst. I really am. Uh, God damn it. Yeah, all right, well, shit out of Misty when we mentioned anything. Me and my buddy Lowry were on the phone the other day, and somehow we just got talking about a bunch of sex stuff. And she was in the kitchen. He was on speaker, and we're, we're, we're just telling various things. And she's getting red-faced and embarrassed. It's like, why are you getting red-faced and embarrassed? Mind you, she is not a quiet person. Because of her, people have thought I was committing domestic violence or a murder before and legitimately called the cops. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's got to be great for your ego. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> All right. I want to wrap this hey, motherfucker up, hey, man. I also know, though, that I get the job done because there's usually a goddamn puddle that has to be fucking washed okay. and changed. All hey, right. Guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Um,. What are we watching next week? What I forgot. Oh, it's Dracula and Nino Cooney. Good lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dracula and Nino Cooney. Oh boy. So I, Josh. So I was going to ask you this. this God, fucking. I don't even know how to make a segue properly. You, you said that the Nino Cooney thing was a was a series, but I'm only seeing it as a movie. Uh, I just said it was an anime. I didn't say it was a series. Oh, okay, okay. It is. I don't know if it's a movie or a short series or what. I didn't look into it. I just saw that it was a thing, and I want to watch it. Fair enough. Um, I'm okay with that. Having you know the Dracula series, which is relatively short, and then the movie of Nino Kuni, because there's a few games that I want to play this week and catch up on some anime. So I'm okay with that. Um, He's got this. He's got this great new farm simulator game where you milk cows upside down. (laughs) Wow. Did your arm hurt after searching for that joke? Not at all. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad for you. Um, oh, good Lord, this episode. Uh, I am sorry to anybody who stuck around to this point. I'm not. <laughs> Thank you for being here. <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, uh, if you, if you want to catch up with us on uh, next week's episode... Uh, we're going to be reviewing the Dracula series, which just came out on Netflix, and then um, uh, Nino Kuni, which actually comes out today, the day this episode Tom- releases. No, tomorrow. I thought it was the Friday. It comes out on the 16th, actually. To, we're recording uh, on the 15th. Well, I was talking <clears> about the day the episode came out, but... Oh, my bad. Well, it's out yeah. now. Yeah, go yeah. watch it. Uh, <clears throat> um... Yeah, but before before we record the next episode, anyway, it'll be out. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's gonna be it for us, guys. Jesus Christ, this episode. I don't even know. You know, Josh, I'm sure you'll come up with a title. Um, I didn't shit my pants, but I did fuck the couch, so that's a thing. Uh, this is an explicit episode. Do not listen around the kids. I don't know. All, why of, I'm it. <clears throat> all of our episodes are explicit. It's in the fucking episode description. It's listed as explicit. We drop a lot of fucking vulgar language. Well, I think I think to an extent when we're when we're reviewing the podcasts or sorry when we're, doing, we're reviewing the shows for Netflix, you arguably could listen to around the kids that the kids understand that they can't say those words. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. You're talking about the actual content. Yeah. But this episode, I wouldn't know. No. No, this is an adult episode. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. Um, uh, I'm going to shut up for a second. Remember Josh, to follow us at all the uh, social Josh, links down below. It's about to throw everything over to you to do. <laughs> Well, if you look below the show notes in the description of the show, you will see links to all of the places where you can follow us. Follow us at those. And me, my profile is public, so you can follow me on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and Instagram through my public profile there. And as for shows that I appear on other than this one, uh, on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel, every other Wednesday, I'm on a show called Figure Bangin'. Uh, new episode this week and every Friday around 9 p.m. Eastern uh, on MPSP Theater. Figure back is at 9.30 uh, p.m. Eastern, by the way. But yeah, that's all the places I'm at. Greg, what about you? Uh, you can follow me on all the social medias at Chub Rock Geek. Uh, I'm most active on Twitter. Um, I'm also, I'm going to try to stream the uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot game. Because uh, it is a single-player game, and I think it'd be a lot more fun if there's people kind of hanging out and watching me play it. Um, the only downside is I know that with, like, Dragon Ball Xenoverse, I got about 20 minutes into the story, and my stream just completely cut. So I don't know if they're going to have that activated for this game as well. Probably um, will. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it will, but even if it doesn't, I still want to try to stream a little bit of it. We'll see what happens. But on that note, I know that Josh and I are going to be doing a Jackbox stream this Saturday. For we are. 100% sure. Um, okay. I, don't know, I don't know exactly <clears throat> what time because I know that I'll have to work that day. And I want to get home and relax just a little bit before I start the stream. But we're definitely planning on doing some Jackbox Saturday. Well, um, now that I'm fully aware, I will plan well, accordingly. Um. Yeah, we're gonna switch it up from from just six. By the way, we're gonna play some six, but we're gonna we're gonna move around a little bit because uh, it's about that point now in six's lifespan where it is it's it's not it's not sufficient to be the only game the only Jackbox game streamed. So yeah, um, but I'm excited about that. We haven't played in a hot minute because of the holidays and illnesses. I think the last time shit. we played was before Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to do some serious advertising to get people in the know about it, too. Well, you um, get on that right after we get done recording. Okay. I'll come up with some uh, cool ad. Uh, but, yeah, guys, it's going to be it. Again, Dracula, Nina Cooney, check them out. Join us next week for that. And uh, listen to go, go listen to the podcast Josh is on, podcasts, plural. Come check out me on stream and on Twitter and it'll be all a good time. But again, guys, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Take care, everybody.